you know, COVID's really fucking up my week. Oh, and then there's the election too. Mobile podcast, let's go. Any which way, it is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Instagram and Twitter, at RoyDog underscore 13. On Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. Remember, if you do need the spreadsheet, article, anything that I put out, produce, copyright, whatever the hell I want to talk about here, uh, just give me a DM on any of those formats there. Find me over in the SI DFS discord now not not uh not the snap face whatever the fuck slack chat it was uh yeah sports illustrated yeah get with the new times all right fair enough talking about the thursday night football game between the green bay packers and the san francisco 49ers uh or what is supposed to be the green bay packers at san francisco uh game tonight uh yeah Opened as a pick'em with a 51 over under. It is now, as of this morning, I just checked, made my bets on this game. Uh, seven and a half point favorite out of the Green Bay Packers. 49 is the over under. Uh, I will let you know right now. I did take the under. I parlayed it with the plus 7.5 uh, for San Francisco. I think this game does still stay relatively close. Um, but again, I'm no, I'm not a betting expert. That's just what I put down on there. I just wanted to get that out there for everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we've had you know multiple COVID outbreaks with between teams. Um, that's why when I get the spreadsheet out to you, when I get home from work this afternoon, don't pay any attention to anything outside of the Thursday night football game. In terms of injuries, uh, I have not gone through them yet. I have not gone through the COVID outbreaks for the other teams. I've only handled the Packers and the 49ers. But I do have all the price rankings done. I do have all the DVOA and the uh, 
defense versus position rankings and numbers all in there. Uh, the only thing that you will not see is going to be the wide receiver cornerback matchups, uh, tight end matchups, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, but those will be out tomorrow. I'm gonna when I get home. I'm gonna work through the injury report, work through uh, getting those matchups put in before I. Uh, go to bed early today because I have to go to Indianapolis in the morning. Um, My schedule is really fucked up this week. I've been late to work twice now this week because of the time change. Uh, Working that hybrid first slash third shift. Uh, When I'm going to bed, I'm going to bed an hour later than usual, you know, not not per se what it says on the time clock itself, but just body clock. And so I am uh, at wit's end with my body right now, trying to get back on track. Uh, definitely prefer, while working nights, I definitely prefer moving the spring forward versus the fall back. Um, so... That's neither here nor there. Just bear with me as I, like I said, I'm just completely out of my element right now. Um, so let's start with the Green Bay Packers here. We'll start at quarterback. You got to have Aaron Rodgers at 15,000 on FanDuel, 11,000 on DraftKings, facing the 17th ranked pass defense uh, by DVOA from Football Outsiders and the 49ers, uh, 11th in DVP. Uh, 18.7 points allowed on FanDuel, 19.2 allowed on DK. Um, but as we saw with Russell Wilson last week, they can be thrown on. Now, we have concerns with the and questions with the wide receiver group and the uh, running back group for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we move to the running back position. Aaron Jones is questionable for this game. Uh, they're deeming it highly questionable, uh, meaning that they don't think that he's going to end up playing, although he did make the trip there. But behind him, you have Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, who went into the COVID protocol as A.J. and Dillon did uh, get tested positive for the COVID virus. Uh, Jamal Williams being in close contact, uh, linebacker Kamal Martin being in close contact with A.J. Dillon because they were using him as a fullback. Uh, So that leaves, if Aaron Jones is not there, that leaves running backs Tyler Irvin and Dexter Williams who would come up from the practice squad. Tyler Irvin being at 6,500 on FanDuel, $200 on DK. Uh, 5000 for Williams and 200 on DK as well. So they would be facing the 7th-ranked rush defense DVOA, 13th versus running backs in the passing game, and 2nd and in points allowed to the running back position here at 15.7 points allowed on FanDuel and 17.9 allowed on DraftKings. In my opinion... If Aaron Jones is not there at his $14,500 price on FanDuel and $9,800 price on DK, I am going to side primarily with Tyler Irving. Uh, 
Uh, I play on DK. I'm going to take the $200 savings. It's easier to attack San Francisco with the running back through the passing game. Tyler Irvin has been involved in the offense weekly uh, when he has played, so he's a lot more familiar with the offense. Uh, should actually have an easier go of it uh, versus Dexter Williams. Um, if you look at the outside, uh, the offensive line matchup charts, the passing advantage, uh, Green Bay does have a, a uh, slightly higher than small advantage through the pass and on the ground with their offensive line. So we have that going for us, which is nice. Uh, Devontae... Moving on to the wide receivers, we have Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be almost a complete plug-and-play option. Is the most highly targeted wide receiver of everybody on the Green Bay Packers. Now you could suspect that they're going to roll a safety over to him. Um, But that all really depends on one Alan Lazard and whether or not he's going to come off the IR today. Right now, I have him highlighted in a very dark orange, which means highly questionable with the IR designation. That is what that means. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Darius Shepard, Malik Taylor, Equinemia St. Brown, and the newly acquired Seth Roberts. I'm not really going to focus on unless I'm going higher priced elsewhere. And then maybe if Alan Lazard does not play, maybe I'd take a shot on, say, one Darius Shepard over MVS. But MVS has has beaten the secondary in the past. Now, that was uh, two years ago. Two years ago uh, when they played, I believe it was, Nick Mullins was actually the quarterback at that time. Uh, So... I will trust in Devontae Adams. The numbers will not show that he's at a good uh, matchup advantage. At 15-5 on FanDuel, 12-4 on DK, facing uh, third-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones. We did see that uh, last week that DK Metcalf really just kind of destroyed Jason Verrett. Um, And I... It's my opinion that Devontae Adams is a better route runner than one DK Metcalf and should be in the same advantage as him. Uh, Faces uh, San Francisco defense that is 11th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 28.4 on FanDuel and 36 on DK. So I'm not going to get too highly involved within the wide receiver group. Like I said, I do like Devontae Adams there. Alan Lazard, if he plays at 9,500 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DK, is facing a defense that is uh, ranked 15th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. So I do think that he is an option. Um, He'll probably be a real popular option as a fade off of Devontae Adams. So that's really kind of the question of whether or not we're going to go ahead and trust him. versus Devontae Adams, and I think that's a big mistake. Uh, Lazard, if he plays, could be nothing more than a decoy. We'd have to find out from there. Um, But like I said, MVS, Darius Shepard, all the rest of them, I really don't have uh, a real good feel on whether or not I would use any of them, even though uh, they face uh, 25th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver pluses. I just don't see it. Now, if... 
And if you want to take a shot on MVS for the long ball, I get it. Maybe I'll take a shot on it. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to run three lineups or if I'm going to run a single. Uh, just pay up here, but that's the numbers that I'm seeing. That's kind of the feel that I've gotten uh, from the Packers. It just, you know, these tertiary wide receiver targets just are not getting the job done here. I did want to see the Packers actually go after Will Fuller. They did not, you know, succeed in going after him. Uh, the asking price was too high uh, for Houston, which is, you know, it not. I mean, I don't blame them. So it is what it is. Moving to tight end, uh, you'll have ro- options with Robert Tanyan, uh, Jay Sternberger, Mercedes Lewis. Uh, they're facing defense as six in, or eight, I'm, pardon me, eighth in DVOA defense versus tight end and fourth in points allowed at 6.5 and 8.3. Now, if you're looking for another target outside of Devontae Adams, Robert Tanyan is in play, but he is rather high-priced over on FanDuel at 10.5. 6,400 is a little bit more reasonable over on DK there. So it would really be for the passing targets. It would be, for me, MVS... Robert Tanyan, and then Alan Lazard. Any combination of that. Um, especially Tanyan, Lazard, Tanyan, Lazard, Tanyan and Lazard pairing would be if you would do uh, Devontae Adams fade. Um, or you can just run Devontae Adams as a standalone and run him with Aaron Rodgers, uh, which is... In my opinion, isn't too bad of an idea, with, especially if there's no Aaron Jones. A lot of it's going to ride on the arm of Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, but like I said, I like Tyler Irvin. If you're going to go at the running back position, which I believe I'm going to go ahead and dabble in, um, Tyler Irvin would be the guy. Uh, coverage would be Jason Verrett on one. Devonte Adams, Emmanuel Mosley would be on uh, Alan Lazard, and then you'd have Quan Williams on MV. Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. You would have Quan uh, Williams on uh, Alan Lazard, and then you'd have Emmanuel Mosley over on um, uh, MVS. I'm trying to not screw that up. But I did. Green Bay Packers defense at 5,200 over on DK. They're not available over on FanDuel. Uh, 49ers are 18th in points allowed to the defense, uh, the opposing team defense at 5.88. It is quite possible to use them there, uh, but they are still banged up. Uh, We're still waiting on Darnell Savage if he's going to play at safety. Uh, but they have two other backup safeties out. Oh, no. Uh, hold on here. What am I looking at, stupid? Oh, I don't have anything for Darnell Savage. I'll have to look that one up. Hold, please. I don't have any news on Darnell Savage, which means that he should actually be playing. I don't know why they have Kamal Martin. 
covering tight end here. Um, we'll have to double check on Darnell Savage. Uh, cornerback Kevin King is out again. He would be the guy that would be covering Trent uh, Trent Taylor on there. Um, uh, backup safety Raven Green is questionable. And two other backup safeties in Vernon Scott and Will Redmond are out. So right up the middle uh, is where we're going to be able to attack with San Francisco. So, But pretty much everything else seems to be intact. Uh, Mason Crosby, the kicker for the Green Bay Packers, in play. DVP of uh, 21, allowing 8.63 points to opposing team's kicker. Uh, so that is definitely in play there. I uh, should mention, too, though, for the 49ers, as far as injuries are concerned, uh, they do have Jakiski uh, Tart as questionable with Dre Greenlaw being the guy in coverage for right now. Uh, so if Tart is out, uh, Robert Tanyan will have an advantage against Greenlaw at, at his uh, safety position. So definitely keep an eye on that. We moved to the San Francisco side. We will not have Jimmy G. I moved him to IR even though he wasn't designated for IR yet. Uh, that leaves Nick Mullins as the quarterback this week at 12K on FanDuel and 9.2K on DraftKings. Packers are 25th in pass defense DVOA, but they are 10th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 25.8 and 32 on DK. Wait, that is way too high. Hold on here. Huh. The ranking's right, but the numbers don't look right. I don't know if I made a clerical error or not. I might have. Yeah, because they should be underneath what the 49ers give if they're 10th. So basically look at... I'll take a look at the numbers again, but um, for all intents and purposes, if you look at San Francisco allowing the 18.7 and 19.2 on DK... Uh, you can transfer that to there. I'm gonna make a note of that. There, I gotta relook at that. I obviously, I obviously messed that one up. GPDVP. Check. All right. So, any which way. God, I almost thought I had put like the running back numbers in there. What the fuck? Um. San Francisco is also at a disadvantage in the pass uh, in the offensive line matchup advantage. Uh, they are deep red. They are very, very um, at risk uh, for sacks, turnovers, such as that. If they if Mullins is going to hold the ball, so where I'm actually going to look from the San Francisco side is really at the running back positions uh, position where you have Jamichael Hasty, Jarek McKinnon, and fullback Kyle Uzcheck. Uh, Jermichael Hasty at 11K, 7.2 on DK, McKinnon at 7 and 8 on DK, and then Juszczyk at 6,000 and 1,000 over on DK. All are in play. All of them. Rush defense, DVOA of 22nd uh, versus running back in the passing game. They are 32nd. Points allowed to the position, they are 32nd as well, last in the league. 32.4 allowed on FanDuel and 37.1 allowed on DK. So 
the running backs are really, really going to be involved here. You're going to have to... Now, Jermichael, I do really like Jermichael Hasty in the matchup, even though I had said last week I really didn't I really didn't care much for him. He didn't really do anything that impressive to me against Seattle. But you have an easier matchup here. So they could just ground and pound with Jermichael Hasty. Although I do like Jarek McKinnon as kind of a pivot off of him or even as a pairing. And I think you can do that with Juszczyk as well. And Juszczyk is getting a lot more usage in there. So um, I think it's basically, if you do like a pairing, it's either hasty Juszczyk or it's hasty McKinnon. Hasty and Juszczyk, I think, is going to be far lower owned than hasty and McKinnon. And then, of course, McKinnon and Juszczyk in a pairing would be low-owned as well. You know, you'd have the one guy higher, but the one guy way lower. So definitely keep that in consideration. They do hold a huge advantage in the offensive line in terms of rushing. Uh, So definitely pay attention to that. Wide receivers here. Uh, Debo Samuel is out. He went on the COVID list as well as uh, one Kendrick Bourne, who was the slot receiver. Uh, So they're both out. We're waiting on Richie James, who is questionable. So for the time being, that's going to leave San Francisco with Brandon Ayuk, Trent Taylor, and Juwan Jennings. Although Jennings, you cannot use over on DK. He's unavailable there. Um, He would be a practice squad call-up, and they have not called him up yet. At least not as of this recording this morning. So... Uh, definitely pay attention to that. Juwan Jennings is a rookie. Um, he's only probably going to get called up if Richie James is out. So that's going to come out. That's going to come out a couple hours before game time. So definitely pay attention there. Now I know there's going to be a lot of people traveling to Brandon Ayuk. I like Ayuk. I'm going to have to use Ayuk in a league uh, due to injuries and COVID concerns. 11K. On FanDuel, 8.6 over on DK. The Packers are 6 in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1s, and he is going to command Jair Alexander shadow coverage. No ifs, ands, or buts. That is who is going to cover him. So I'm going to fade Ayuk. Now, if you want to use a wide receiver here, I would shift over to Trent Taylor who against wide receiver twos, the Packers are 29th in DVOA. They are 8th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 28.4 and 35. He is, he does have upside. This could be the game where he kind of breaks out and then fades into nothingness. Now, would I use him in seasonal? Absolutely fucking not. But he will be covered by one Josh Jackson. At least that's what's projected according to PFF. So Trent Taylor has the speed. He has the skills to get the job done. And with a lot of attention being paid to Brandon Ayuk, I think it's a good pivot. Moving to tight end, we do not have George Kittle, of course. He went on IR with a broken foot. We do not know yet if Jordan Reed is going to be active for this game. 
there's hints that he's going to be activated coming off of IR. That's why I have him in the darker orange questionable, because he's technically not off IR, uh, but I did give him that that designation, period. Um, Next year... The guy, so the guy that, for right now, the guy that you would be looking at is tight end Ross Dwelly, especially if Jordan Reed is out. Dwelly could become the third option in that offense at 6,000 on FanDuel, 4,800 over on DK. Faces of Packers defense is 28th in, in DVOA versus tight end, but they are 6 in points allowed to the position, uh, 6.8 on FanDuel, 8.4 on DK. The situation kind of supersedes the points allowed as he would probably see a little bit more targets. And we have seen Nick Mullins like Ross Dwelly when George Kittle has been hurt before. This happened last year, and it wasn't a great matchup. So Ross Dwelly is in play there. Uh, who's going to be covering him? They have Kamal Martin for right now. Um, but like I said, might have Darnell Savage in there too. Uh, San Francisco's defense, I probably am not going to use, although it would be interesting if you went the complete other way and went to a complete defensive game. I think the defense it would be in play against the Packers. Um, traveling cross-country uh, left yesterday. So they are first, so they are the number one team not to use a defense against, I guess. Uh, teams are not scoring any, uh, opposing defenses are not scoring any points against the Packers. Um, so they are at a, a distinct disadvantage, especially after uh, Bosa had gotten hurt. They haven't been generating much of a pass rush. They also let linebacker Quan Alexander go. So they are kind of hurting uh, in terms of a pa- of a real meaningful pass rush. So that's why I'm kind of passing on them. Uh, Robbie Gould on the other side uh, at 9K and 3.6K over on DK. Uh, Packers are eighth in points allowed to opposing teams kickers at 6.43. So if you're going to use Robbie Gould, you're basically saying that Robbie Gould is going to outscore any other position player that you could have put in that spot. That's how you have to consider it. Mason Crosby has an easier path to that to that situation than Robbie Gould does. So in my opinion, I would use Mason Crosby as my standalone kicker if I'm putting him in my if I'm putting him in my lineups. Uh, you're you're also getting the savings by putting the kicker in there at fifth, like I said, at fifty two hundred on DK. So that's what I have for the Thursday night game. Uh, hopefully, I didn't bore you too much, and hopefully, uh, this is coming through. It's not too noisy. I do have a guy that has his uh, trailer engine on, uh, so hopefully, that's not filtering through in here. But. We're in a really good spot for me to get this uh, spreadsheet done this week. Uh, we will have the podcast back this week uh, now that I don't have to worry about any type of Internet-type deals. So all I can say is I'll see you tomorrow. D-Royale. Peace.